The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study. There is so much half-hearted Christianity today. I mean by that, people that say they're saved, that profess Jesus Christ has changed their heart, and yet we give him so little praise. We give him so little of our energy and time and resources and love and attention and affection. I want to say to you that one mark of the child of God that is truly consumed with the Lord and taken with the glory of God is this. They give it all to him. They just give it all to him. And that includes the way we praise God. Our praise should not be half-hearted praise. Our hallelujahs should not be half-hearted hallelujahs. We return today to Psalm 150. And we've studied the first two verses. And we've seen that holy hallelujahs are to be offered in every place. And that holy hallelujahs are to be offered for every perfection. But I want to submit to you today that holy hallelujahs are to be offered with every power. I mean literally with everything that's in you. With all of your faculties with every bit of of energy in you, it ought to lift up the praise to our great God. He is worthy of all. Think of this. He's the one that gave you that energy to start with. He's the one that gave you that voice, that gave you those resources, that has given you this day. Praise ye the Lord. Let me begin at the beginning of the psalm again. And instead of stopping at the first two verses, let me read down through verse number five today. I think you'll get a sense of what I'm talking about. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with a psaltery and harp. Praise him with a timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Do you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like the psalmist is throwing everything he has into this praise. So a couple thoughts today about using every faculty, all of your power uh, to praise him. How do you give it all? Well, first of all, you give all you have. Notice that in the first verses here, he's dealing with what's in his hands. Uh, Notice, please, there's a trumpet. There's a psaltery. There's a harp. uh, There's a timbrel. There's stringed instruments and cymbals. So he's taking everything that's at his disposal and using it for the Lord. Let's apply that to our lives. That's true musically, but let's apply that to all of life. Everything in your hand, God gave it to you. It came from his hand to yours. So everything at your disposal today ought to be given to God and used for the glory of Almighty God. Can I tell you what the greatest praise is? Wholehearted surrender. The greatest praise is not words. The greatest praise is not what happens on a platform. The greatest praise is the individual heart saying to the Lord, Lord, I give it all. I surrender everything to you. You are worthy of this. The greatest sacrifice of praise is a surrendered life. And so he begins with what he has. I love the the 
way he uses the all these musical expressions. Now we know, of course, that the psalmist is a musician, and so uh, this is a song. He's thinking of it in in musical terms, but it's representative. Uh, notice he he uses the trumpet here. What was the trumpet for? Well, that was used for solemn occasions and joyful occasions, and I think there should be some of both of that in our heart towards the Lord. There should be reverence and rejoicing. Some people have the idea that if you're reverent to the Lord, it's it is so somber you can't smile. Nonsense. Uh, it's reverent rejoicing. Uh, other people think that if you're joyful, there can be no no uh, reverence about it. No, my friend, reverent rejoicing. That's that's what the trumpet was. It was used for both occasions. And uh, notice the the variety because he's talking here about things that are used by different groups of people. That's interesting to me. All different kinds of uh, instrumentalist, uh, everybody just using whatever's at their hand. Whatever God has given you, use that to bring him glory. I love the fact here he talks about the, the loud symbols, the high-sounding symbols. Look, there ought to be a clear clarion note sounded by God's people, unashamed to identify with Jesus Christ. We're living in a world where sin is paraded through the streets and the most ungodly, wicked things are shouted from the housetops. Don't you think it's time God's people stood up and spoke up? And one of the greatest ways to do that is through praise. Lift your God high. Uh, instead of trying to run everybody down, lift the Lord up. If you've got to run somebody down today, run the devil down. He deserves it. But lift up your great God with all you have. And then notice he goes a step further. We not only give him all we have, we give him all we are. Did you notice that right in the middle of all of this, right in the middle of all of these instruments, he says, praise him with the dance. Now, I said this in an earlier study, but this is not the fleshly dance. Uh, this is not the sensual dance and seductive dance that this world promotes. No, this is holy dance. Uh, this is... Uh, the, the whole self being wrapped up in worship to God. Do you remember David coming into the city after his great victory, praising God in the streets, dancing before the Lord? And his wife, Michael, didn't understand that. She mocked him for it. She thought it was shameful for him to do that. He wasn't consumed with what others thought of him. He was consumed with what he thought of God. That's the essence of praise and of true worship to our great God. Of course, in this Eastern custom and that ancient Israel, uh, a portion of this would have been cultural, the way they would, they would dance in the streets in celebration. What is he saying here? He's saying that the greatest celebration ought to be the celebration of our God. And notice here, if he's dancing before the Lord, his whole being is put into it. What does that mean? It means, friends, that it's more than emotion, it's action. And that it is more than mere words, it's action. May I say to you, the greatest praise is not that you sing a hymn. That's good. You ought to sing uh, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the Lord. But the greatest praise is that you give your life to God, that you, that you live for the Lord. Uh, many people who sing in church never witness outside of church. Uh, many people who raise a hand in church never use that hand to serve the Lord. Uh, many people who, with their feet, walk into a church house, never with their feet carry the gospel to any lost person. I, I want to submit to you today that praise encompasses all of life. Remember, holy hallelujahs offered in every place for every one of his perfections, 
and done with every power that is within us. Think of this. God gave all of himself for us. On the cross, Jesus Christ gave the last drop of blood and every ounce of strength for your salvation. Don't you think that as a response to that, we should say, Oh, Lord, we want you to have all there is of us. Our praise must never be wholehearted. By the grace of God, let's recommit ourselves to give it all. In fact, where you are right now, would you make that a place of, of praise? Would you make that a place of consecration and rededication to Jesus Christ? Today, would you just say to the Lord, Lord, you're worthy of everything. You've given me everything. And Lord, I want to give it all back to you today. All that I have and all that I am to lift up the worthiness of Jesus Christ. We'll come back to this verse next time. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise be the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. All of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithes should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.